What's going on, good people? It's your host, the one and only John of the Giant, welcoming you to the Giant Fundamentals podcast, where we bridge the gap between sports, mental health, and life. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the true definition of mental toughness. Because, you know, in sports, man, (laughs) being mentally tough is everything, right? We hear it all the time. And I feel like a lot of us have an image in our minds on what mentally tough or mentally toughness is. Like, just think about if you close your eyes and you think about mental toughness, who is the first person that comes to mind when when I think about mental toughness, honestly, the first person that comes to mind is Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant is the very first person that comes to mind. Rest in peace. You know, Kobe is someone that will be one of my favorite players all time. He will always be something or I should say someone that I will always reference because he was literally a a philosopher in basketball shorts the lessons that if you listen closely to especially in his latter part of his career or after he retired actually when he was on a a lot of different uh he had a lot of different interviews on a lot of different podcasts and to just hear him speak and hear his ideologies his philosophies and his beliefs it made me realize like wow this guy is mentally tough now, I know a lot of people would see that maybe he's mentally tough because he he works so hard or maybe he's so mentally tough because, you know, he always wants the toughest assignment. He always wants to take the game winning shot. But it's more than that. So, yeah, I'm choosing Kobe Bryant because he's the first person that comes to mind. But over time my mindset and my understanding let me say my understanding in regards to mental toughness change and it's because being mentally tough doesn't have a specific personality you know Kobe Bryant is the killer right that's a call like he just wants to slice your throat He's not trying to leave anything left behind on the court. If you're down, he's kicking you while he's down. That's the type of competitor that he was. But, and and honestly, let's be real. That's the type of competitor that most of us think about in our minds. When you're talking about like being mentally tough, you think about that, that type of personality. But as I've gotten older and as I've been able to see success in its different forms from different people, I started to see that there's not a specific personality that is attached to mental toughness. There are just actual beliefs and actual characteristic traits that anybody, no matter what your personality is, whether if you're fun going or you're someone who likes to work in isolation, it it doesn't matter. Like anyone can gain these characteristic traits and become mentally tough, right? Because being mentally tough has everything to do with how you feel about yourself 
and your relation, how you relate to those around you and the world around you. Okay, so I just wanted to break it down into into three three simple points, right, to define the true essence of being mentally tough. And number one, I kind of like alluded to it just now, is you have to be securing yourself. If you really and honestly, listen, this is the foundation of being mentally tough. And that is security in oneself. Like win, lose or draw. Good, bad or indifferent. Yourself, your sense of self remains intact. I, I I just want to pause right there. Listen, it doesn't matter what's happening, whether you're winning in life, whether you're losing in life, whether you're in a high time of your life, whether you're in the darkest place in your life. To be truly mentally tough, if we're defining it, the foundation, the first block is being secure in yourself. Because here's the thing what I realize is that majority of people in life if they're not winning they feel inadequate if they're not winning then they say man i'm losing therefore i am a loser no this is someone who is not mentally tough this is someone who needs to tweak their understanding and that person may be you i was once there myself so i'm speaking from experience whether you win, whether you lose. You ever see the person when they're winning, they, they like the best, they're the biggest and the baddest in the room. But when they lose, they're the sore loser, this and that. Nah, that's someone who doesn't have a secure sense of self. Knowing that, yo, you are more than what you do. And I, and that's, and I know that's a big thing for athletes, man, because athletes and performers, yo, you, you grow up playing a sport. You grow up in doing this thing so well so that you hear the praises, you hear the applause and you automatically just say like, man, in order for me to gain love and validation, I always have to win in my field. No, you do not. You do not have to. Will the whole world love you? Of course not, because the whole world doesn't love you. But when you have solid foundational relationships where people don't care if you're rich or you're poor, if you're high, if you're low, if you're black or you're white, when you have relationships like that, those are the relationships you lean into because they tell you who you truly are outside of the thing that you actually do. And this is how you gain security in yourself. I I've heard many athletes say, yeah, you know, I've lost the game and then I come home. My kids don't even, they're not even thinking about that. They're just like, oh, daddy's home, mommy's home. And they're just excited. Huh. Life is bigger than the sport that you play. So if you find security in that thing that you do, if your, your self-esteem, if your self-worth, if your entire being is wrapped around what you do, man, there's no way you can be mentally tough because there's going to be a day where you're not going to be able to do that thing that you're doing at this high level. You're not going to be able to do it. So number one, true definition of mental toughness, security in oneself. 
Number two, your inner world creates your outer world. Now, here's what I want you to understand. I want to make this clear. Yes, your inner world creates your outer world. However, I need you to understand that things on the outside, okay, they will affect you, but they will not influence you. I got to make that clear. Things on the outside will affect you, but they do not influence you. What do I mean by that? So if your inner world creates your outer world, that means everything that I believe about myself, everything that I believe about life, everything that I believe about relationships, everything that I believe about adversity, everything that I believe about winning, my beliefs, the things that are inside of me. I don't know, you can say they're in your spirit, they're in your soul, they're in your brain, they're in your heart, but they're inside of you. These are the, the, the mechanisms that are running inside of you that as a result will create the life that you want. But even with that, I need you to understand this, that life is going to life. Life is going to do its thing. This is what life does. Life is going to throw challenges, is going to throw curveballs, is going to throw monkey wrenches at you. And whatever you truly believe inside of you, your inner world, whatever you truly believe about how to face challenges, whatever you truly believe in your relationship to handling challenges, whatever you believe about life, whatever you truly believe will show up. In those situations. So people gonna say, oh yeah, man, I got all the confidence in myself. Yeah, man, nobody can tell me nothing. I believe I can accomplish whatever, I, whatever. But guess what? When life throws that monkey wrench at you, what you're saying with your mouth means nothing if you do not have action to go behind it. That's all I'm saying. If you don't have action to come up behind it, what you're saying doesn't matter because it is what you do. It is what you produce. And what you produce is coming from inside of you. It is what you produce. That is the thing that shows what you truly believe. So when an athlete has a situation where, oh, perfect example. I'm just going to go here. Clay Thompson back in 2019 what I think he uh, he tore his ACL in that Game Six Finals against the Toronto Raptors, and then as he's rehabbing, he goes ahead he goes ahead and then he tears his Achilles. Man, I don't know if it was on the same leg or not, but regardless, that's a lot. That's a lot to come back from. That's a lot to come back from. And you know, recently he got into his feelings because. Charles Barkley said that, yeah, you know, he's an old guy. He's no, he don't got it no more, so on and so forth. He felt a certain type of way about that. But he came back from a tr two major career-ending injuries. But you see, the thing is, when you're just a normal person looking on, when you're not in the sport, when you're not playing the game, and you don't have a wide range of understanding and objectivity... You just think like, oh, this is what athletes do. They get injured, they rehab, and they come back. But no, this is not what athletes do. There is a belief mechanism 
that runs in a lot of athletes that tell them like, look, I can get through this. I can make it through this. Not I can, but I will make it through this. It is by no stretch of the imagination that it is an automatic thing for an athlete to come back from severe injuries like that. It's what they believe about themselves. It's what they believe they're truly be, truly capable of. So I ask you the question, what do you, what do you truly believe that you're capable of? It's something that my business partner and I, we talk about all the time, right? It's one of our core principles to our business is, yo, don't fight against reality. Don't, don't lie to yourself. Don't lie. Like a lot of times we want to lie to ourselves. Oh yeah, I can do this. But listen, when life throws that challenge, when God throws that thing in your face, when the universe says, oh, okay, you, you think you're big and bad, you can do this? All right, let me test you to see if you can do it. Now, a lot of times it's not even a test, it's a quiz. I'm going to give you a pop quiz and I'm going to throw this challenge in front of you. And then when the challenge comes in front of you and you do not handle it the way that you've been talking, that's where talking to talking, walking to walk comes into the picture. When the challenge is thrown in front of you and your actions are not corresponding with the words that you said, then that's when you have to sit back and say, look, I am not the person I thought I was. That's that's just being humble. That's just being real with yourself. That's not fighting against reality. It's saying, all right, yo, you got me. I am not the one right now. And you see, this is what mental toughness does as well. It's like, you're like, okay, I wasn't ready for that opportunity, but what do I need to do to get ready for it? Let Let me get ready for it. And you see, that all comes from what's transpiring in your inner world. Your inner world is just your beliefs. That's all it is. And a lot of times we don't realize that the outside elements, the things that we cannot control, the people that we cannot control, the situations we cannot control will push back, will push back up against our beliefs. But if we have strong enough beliefs, if we have beliefs that are proactive and and not reactive, then we'll see that, okay, yeah, we're going to get the results that we want. We're going to end up getting the results that we want out of life. But it first starts off with what's transpiring in the inner world. And are you allowing the outside things of life to affect you and influence you? Or are you just allowing them to affect you, but you're not allowing them to influence you? You're not allowing uh, not being able to have enough money to pay for something Go make you go all crazy and make you throw away your your five ten year plan, right? Because that's what a lot of us do. So that's number two. Number three, you crave being around and or competing against those who are better than you. Why? Because you truly believe that iron sharpens iron. When listen. If you want to be mentally tough, if you want to be mentally tough, get around people from your perspective that you see that are mentally tough. 
one of my one of my uh one of my business partners where we we've been able to accumulate some properties and stuff like that and um we got a hotel in mexico we 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 got a safari in africa uh, we're doing a couple of different things right understanding the international realm of business and all these different things it's, it's a lot okay now before i even partnered with him I did a self-assessment. I said, man, you know, I'm used to going after things, but I felt like there was something inside of me that was causing me to be too cautious and not really busting through to go after something that is worth my wild, not just worth my wild, but go after something that's going to cause immense pressure and stress and see if I can get through it. Now, my business partner, we've we've been able to do so many different things together. Like when we were in college, we did a lot of uh, philanthropy work. I always mess that word up. (laughs) We did a lot of that work. We went to juvenile detention centers, schools, churches, businesses, raising money for kids in in Africa and Haiti and all these third world countries. So with firsthand working with him, I see that. I, I knew that he had a drive that was just uncommon to man. Like he had a he had a mama mentality. Whoa, raising money, boy. We've we've raised uh, I would say if you're talking about like back then and now, like we've raised over a million dollars. I'm talking about college kids doing this stuff too. Right? So I noticed I was like, okay, I get in my adult life, I'm like, yo, I want to do something bigger. I need to connect with somebody that has this this dog in them because i feel like my dog has reached a cap and i connected with him and then boom we just start doing all these different things have there been bumps in the road absolutely have there been frustrating times absolutely has there been immense pressure and stress from the outside and from within definitely but guess what that's what i needed to learn how to be more mentally tough so i needed to get around someone i needed to be around people that had that grit that will show me okay this is how you can be mentally tough and now my business partner he i would tell him that in so many different ways but i don't think he really understood like hey this is why i wanted to partner with you because you had a characteristic that i wanted that i didn't have so you have to really crave being around people who are extreme competitors who literally, and it's okay, they're, they're better than you. And it's not like better than you in value as a person, but they're better than you in this aspect of life and of living and of execution. And you want to be able to learn from them. You want to be able to see how do they handle loss? How do they handle challenges? How do they handle difficulty? You see, there was one thing about, there's one thing I noticed about like supreme high-level athletes. When you talk about a Kobe Bryant, a LeBron James, a Tom Brady, a Serena Williams, a Tiger Woods. I know notice how they deal with with winning. I think that's a one major thing. How do you deal with winning? Because I notice with, with them, they deal with winning in a way it's like, okay, I won. Yes, I celebrate the moment. All right, next day, next week. I'm back on it. All right, time to climb another mountain. They don't get settled. I mean, like, no no disrespect to my boy, Dirk Nowinski. I used to love him when he used to play. 
But I feel like he faced so much challenges, so many challenges in his NBA career. When he finally got that NBA championship, he, he took a back seat. He was like, ha, I accomplished it. I'm good. Not to say he's not mentally tough, but there's levels to it. Because for him to experience all the losses that he experienced, oh, man, he experienced some some gruesome playoff uh, failures, man. He experienced some gruesome ones. So when he finally got it, he was like, whew, I know he was relieved. But in the same breath, I'm like, uh, you know, there was a cap to his mental toughness. But here's the thing. You got to get around people. Getting around people who are better than you in that aspect to push you forward so that you can continue to grow and you can continue to move forward in being mentally tough so we're gonna lay we're gonna we're gonna lay this mental toughness definition down right now it just involves three characteristics being securing yourself win lose or draw your sense of self remains intact number two your inner world creates your outer world now, the things on the outside will affect you, but they will not influence you. They will not influence the decisions that you will make. You will continue to move forward. And number three, you crave being around and or competing against those who are better than you. Why? Because you truly believe that iron sharpens iron. Thank you so much for joining me today. And if this episode inspired you in any way, please subscribe and share it to as many athletes coaches and performers as possible and this concludes today's episode but before we go remember the man that says he can and the man that says he can't are both right which one are you have a good one and i'll see you next time